0: Hello and welcome to the Parenting NI podcast. My name is Claire Flores and I'm the Communications and Digital Marketing Officer at Parenting NI. And I'm so excited to be hosting um, my first ever podcast and the first podcast with Parenting NI um, since I joined the organisation last year. I'm delighted my first guest, Connell Baxter, also a new alum of Parenting NI and is our in-house senior policy and research officer. He's with me today to discuss the findings of the Parenting NI Big Parenting Survey, which was launched in October 2021. So this is the third year of Parenting NI conducting the Big Parenting Survey, which runs every other year. And it gives parents from every part of society an opportunity to tell Parenting and I about their current experience of what it's like to parent in Northern Ireland today. So I'm going to chat to Connell about the most recent big parenting survey findings and what was the survey aiming to achieve and what were some of the results that came from it. So I hope you enjoy. Right. So hi, Connell. Thanks for being with me here today. Uh, It's great to have you on the podcast.
1: Hi Claire, no, thanks for having me uh, and for being able to come on and talk about the Big Parenting Survey.
0: Fantastic, we're really looking forward to hearing about some of the results and some of the findings. So firstly, could you just tell me a wee bit more about the Big Parenting Survey?
1: Yeah, so so this year was the third year we've done the Big Parenting Survey. So um, it was conducted in 2018 and 2019, um, and then we had a year off in 2020 and decided we, we needed to do it again for 2021. Um, this is also the first year uh, the, the big parenting survey has been conducted in the aftermath of, of COVID um, and all the public health restrictions um, and the lockdowns, um, which we know have, have really affected parents. Um, so we wanted to make sure to read some, some concrete evidence to show this uh, as well.
0: Brilliant. And um, so why is it important for parenting and I, you know, to survey parents, I know you mentioned, um, you thought it was important to go back again this year, but what is it about their experiences, you know, that's important for Parenting
1: NI to learn? Well, well, Parenting NI is is sort of in a unique position um, that we concentrate on, you know, the parent experience, and and we think the parent experience is really, really important, Um, as I said before, we know parents um, got hit very hard by the public health restrictions, we know families, you know, Felt, felt it more than most um, and that you know um, families were hit with you know homeschooling was a, a big issue that families um, felt and, and, and the thing is when we need to uh, understand what parents want uh, we need to know how parents felt because that also informs our work um, and informs you know our lobbying work in the future and um, so it is something that. Uh, we like to have those stats so, so we can use them to make sure we're doing what parents are, are actually want us to do, rather than what we think parents need. And um, so it's to make sure parents are at the centre um, of all our work, um, and and to know their their first hand experiences.
0: That's brilliant. And you know, when you were, how many parents took part
1: in the survey? Well, we were really happy with the. Um, the sample size so so over 730 parents uh, took part in the survey which is really really good sample size um and we're really lucky and um to have that and and thank the parents for, for trusting us uh to uh, be able to do the survey as well uh, and you know we were also made sure to to that that not just one type of parent um was included in this we asked parents you know and um, what type of family they were in whether it was you know a blended family and they were married and um, you know we also asked parents around and um, where, where they lived because we know that's really important because they're they in a lot of things there's a rural divide and um, we also broke it down in, by a council area and health trust and um, so we we're able to you know and um, see the differences between different areas as well um, and on the ages ages of children was another big one because we know parents have. Um, different experiences from whenever their children are young to whenever their children are teenagers. Um, so, so we, have low, we, we asked um, parents all these questions just to make sure we, we had a good sample and, and understood that, that families are different and that sometimes that, uh, that these can be, um, they can have different experiences as well
0: yeah that makes sense like there's um everybody's having their own personal experience but there can be commonalities between everyone across the region as well
1: yeah 100 so what were some of the key
0: takeaways from your findings yeah so
1: and um, we asked parents lots of different questions but some findings were were more stark than others and we're probably you know, we consider maybe a bit more important than others as well so we asked parents about you know did they get enough support and on 87 percent of parents said they didn't feel that they got enough support Wow. and, and this is worse than than 2019 this has went up by about five percent um from 2019 so that's it that's that's not the, the nicest thing to say um but it does show that that parents do need support and, and that can be you know Different types of support, whether it's financial or from family or from schools, you know, um that that can be a, a lot of things. You know, parents also said they were more worried and hopeful about the future, but 57% of parents said they were more worried. Um well that is an improvement from 2019. Based on worrying that that parents are are still more worried about the future um in Northern Ireland. And about uh, about a third of parents said that COVID has had a lot of negative impact on their own emotional and mental health. So again, that's, that's quite worrying that one in three parents really weren't in a good place during COVID and, and the public health restrictions and everything that came with that that um, really did negatively impact parents. And, and even at the minute, a, during the investigative period, um, that, that about one in five parents reported a, a quite a low level of emotional and mental health. Then. So again, those are quite a lot of people that are, that are really struggling. So it is something that we are, we are concerned about um, and we hope to, to raise this issue among different people because um, we know, you know parents are often forgot about um, as well.
0: Wow. yeah, so there really were quite a lot of stark results um, from your findings. Was there any positives you know, that were taken away from the survey?
1: So parents' hopes for their children were, were quite good. Um, so parents overall, you know, we asked them to rank what what their hopes were for their children. And overall, parents wanted their children to be happy and healthy. And I think that's quite positive. That that no matter what else is, is thrown at life, that, that parents want to make sure their children are happy and healthy. Um, so I think that's that's a positive um, as well as that. Um, you know, around half of parents said that their children, their hopes for their children were achievable in Northern Ireland. So so that's quite good as well. And that, you know, that the the parents who didn't think their hopes were achievable in Northern Ireland were was about uh, a quarter and then the other quarter didn't really know. So again, half of parents were uh, did think that their hopes for their children were achievable in Northern Ireland. So that is quite good. Also, you know, as I said before, Although 57% of parents are more worried than hopeful about the future, this is a big improvement from 2019. Um, So although those numbers are still quite high, that is an improvement. So there is some positives to be taken from that as well.
0: That's great. It's moving in the right direction, even though the numbers are still, you know, not where you want them to be. It's not how we want parents to be feeling.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so was there any new topics that emerged um, in the
1: survey? Yeah, there was some some new topics that, that did emerge. And I don't know if we were surprised at this or not, but I think it's, it's the way the world is at the moment. You know, parents were getting more concerned around climate change. Um, I think parents are, uh, and, and have told us through the survey, you know, that um, they want a good future for their children. So some, some parents said um, that, that there is pressure on today's children and families to talk about climate change and, and to be made more aware about what the future is going to be like. So I think there is a concern that is growing um, and, and you know the external environment has shown that climate change is you know the top of the agenda and um, so I think that's something that uh, is really interesting. Another thing that, that uh, came through um, which it was a small but it is a growing theme is you know parents who have a child with a dis- disability, and around the support services available for that. Some parents said um, that that they want the same opportunities for for all their children, but one of their kids has has a disability. um, And the same opportunities just aren't there uh, due to different circumstances. Uh, And and like other parents said, that society was a lot harder to navigate. when their child has a disability and that maybe is through support services, the way society is built. Um so those two things are are fairly new and, and hadn't really um been been a part of the or come through in the surveys before, but it is something that's coming through now. So it's something that, that we're aware of and and we'll be pushing um other people to be aware of as well. That's
0: really brilliant. And so what do you hope then will come from these statistics and the findings from the
1: big parenting survey? Well, we like to think these statistics show that that we we can see what it's like for parents in Northern Ireland at the minute. all, all of our work in Parenting NI is informed by, by research and, and evidence, um, so this will form part of that research and evidence to, that's used whenever we're designing the services um, and ensuring the parent voice is, is central to that as well. Um, you know, through our um, policy and lobbying work, um, we'll be highlighting the, uh, these results um, to policymakers, and um, to ensure that that there are that that parents do need help, um, and the parents need to be considered in the future, and um, when, when when the design stage of, of any you know strategies um are are coming, uh, are coming down the line, because we think it is very important that that parents are considered in any strategy or, or any policy that is um that has children included in it. Specifically, we think you know parent mental health come um. We've seen parents really did struggle um, through uh, this survey. we think that any strategies in the future uh, along those lines should consider parents uh, within that. And any COVID recovery policies, you know, parents are, are quite a large group in society. Um, and, and we think that parents should be included in those COVID recovery strategies, particularly when they have been one of the harder hit groups uh, with, with the restrictions um, that, that we've had in the last couple of years. Um, so I think that's that that's how we'll use it. Um, we, we'll obviously use it just to make sure that the parents are included um, in, in everything we do as well.
0: Brilliant. Wow. Um, it seems like the results are, you know, gonna go far in, in having a voice for parents then going forward.
1: Yeah, no, I think it's it's really it's really useful to have, and I think it's good for us as well, um, you know, in parenting NI to be able to build on the knowledge we've had. From previous surveys, but also you know to explore new areas that, that parents are saying and um, they might need support with as well. And um, so I think it's it, it's a really useful bit of research, and um, and it'll it'll hopefully be able to help parents quite a lot in, in the next couple of years or so. And um, and even and as I said before, just to thank parents for for trusting, uh, for filling out the survey and, and trusting us with their experiences, and um, so, so we can um hopefully, and. Um, use it to improve their lives
0: brilliant yeah that's great and um it's yeah like I mentioned it's just great that they have a voice in in both you know lobbying with and the research that goes on with parenting ni and of course to shape our own services and how we can help them so um thank you very much for chat talking me through it and giving us a bit more of an insight into the results Um, I really enjoyed chatting to you about it and yeah looking forward to see what's coming up in the future as well we'll definitely have to have you back
1: on again thanks Claire no happy to be here
0: So that was Connell Baxter and he really gave us a great insight into the Big Parenting Survey findings. And if you are interested in learning more and reading the full report, you can find that on our website ParentingNI.org under our policy and research section. So since it was February this month and that was the home of Children's Mental Health Week, we're going to do a top tips talk and go through some of our children's mental health top tips. So, number one is make yourself available. We all have busy lives and sometimes our children may feel we are too busy to chat. Make your presence known to your child and let them know you're happy to talk and listen to them about any worries they may have. You don't need to set aside a lot of time to have a chat, just opening up can make a difference. Keeping it informal and taking an interest in what they are doing allows opportunity to strike up a conversation. Talk about your day. Set time aside each day to chat to each other about your day, both the good and the less positive things that happened. Try ending the day on something positive, ready for the next day. Notice how your child communicates in other ways. Children and teenagers express themselves in different ways, not just through talking, but through play, music, behaviour, body language and facial expressions. You can learn a lot about how they may be feeling by spending time with them and watching them play or engage in activities. Keep an open mind. Try to avoid being critical or dismissive of children's feelings and be accepting in order to normalise talking about mental health. And that is Top Tips Talk. So thanks for joining me today and we really hope you enjoyed the podcast. So uh, check back in next month to see who our next guest will be. Thanks now, bye bye.